We need to up our game and shit. We need to do comedy butt naked. Right? <laughs> 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 his eye socket off and his uh, eyeball fell out. White women keep kidnapping us. <laughs> Y'all seen the blind side. Aren't you uh, glad we have that disclaimer? Uh, I'm glad you have some. It's going to come in handy This week's episode is brought to you by Big Boy Raps. Mention the voice party and get $200 off your first graphic rap or color change. Big Boy Raps, where the big boys play. Intro. Unless Marcos is angry, I just want to start it. Marcos, are we good, bro? We're good. Don't you ever fucking say I'm annoying you, okay? I'm just kidding. I'm going to be truthful. All right. What's if up? you can call me out, I can call you out. I don't give a fuck. I'm not. I'm down. If you want to do it for likes or you want to do it for real, let's do it for real right now. No, I'm just saying. You bitch. mean like on the show? No, I'm just annoyed. Why are you annoyed? Tell me. The ad reads. Oh, because uh, I told you to do it again? Yeah. Like three times? Yeah. So fucking what? You did it right. You got it right at the at the end. Yeah, I'm good. It's a te- it's a collaborative effort. I know. He put we, his director's we, we cap all on. Did, we all did this shit to ourselves, no, and, and no, no, no one got butt This hurt. should be a part of the episode, this argument really right here. Record. Yeah, we don't need an intro. Fuck it. Let's just start no, let's this shit right now. I'm fucking mad now. Somebody do an intro. Son of a bitch. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the greatest podcast heard all around the world. Introducing, right ahead of me, production extraordinaire, Phil Spruner. Oh, shit, we start with we don't I, normally do that. I have to my immediate right comedian extraordinaire JD Arandia. I've got to my further right another excellent comedian extraordinaire Corday Snell. To my left, an excellent, amazing musician, too talented for this world, Marcos Molinar. And then yours truly, humble Joaquin Xavier Lascano. Welcome to the voice party. God damn. That was a great intro. Jesus Christ. One, you feel better now, Marcos? One shot, Joaquin. <laughs> That's a great way to one say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Marcos gets upset when uh, you critique his work. He doesn't yeah. like uh, to col- be collaborative. He's Hitler, so he needs to be the one in charge. Oh, damn, Hitler? And, uh, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, he um, told me that the other day. He was like, yeah, you're a little bit of a Hitler. I was like, look, I do apologize for that. I do. I, I realize that. I get that from my dad. I just talked to my dad about that, too. Like, I, we're very much alike in that sense. But it's just, I was getting annoyed. Gas chamber he was getting juice? annoyed because we were filming something and I, I... We were doing ad reads. Yeah, and we're I... Doing ad reads. And I just... My, was, was I doing something wrong? You, you put on your director's cap. I don't think anyone was expecting it, but you did it. Yeah, and then and he did it to did me. did a good job I, at it. He did it to me, and I didn't, get, I didn't get mad. I think it was a shifting of power that Marcos wasn't used to. He's, <laughs> no. used, he's used to directing he's everyone, a, and he's, he's just a, like, oh, he's don't a, fucking a, give me, go to the think me, man. Yeah, no. he's a top. Don't give me notes. He's a hardcore top, and he doesn't like to be a bottom. Exactly. You got to be a bottom sometimes. You got to be no, a bottom sometimes. You, know what it you got to humble sexual. yourself. You know what it is? It's that, it's that. It's like I was saying earlier. It's the, it's the fucking like when I'm recording too, and like my brother in my band does this where, like okay I'll get it. Just I already heard the notes. I don't need you to repeat it 17 times in between each take. Just let me keep doing it, and we could have done it. But then that takes longer sometimes. And sometimes you kind of need a you know like he told me take a deep breath and then slow it you down. You say like people say that, and I I get what you're saying. Yeah, because it works. Uh, like, but if you don't ever let someone just do it. Like, when I'm recording myself at home and I'm doing stuff, whatever, I can get things done. Like, I'll just, boom, I know what I did wrong. Boom, boom, boom. How long does that take? Two minutes. Easy. Sounds like... I could do it faster than if you take 17 seconds in between each take. 
to tell me the same thing. I get it. I get what I messed up on. I, I get that I took a, a breath or a pause. Like, just let me redo it. It's just, it's my own personal issue. I know that, but it's... it's just, yeah, but when you're in a collaborative effort thing, you kind of have to be open to that. And that's not a being a team player, almost. I would say... Because if you're doing a you're film, right. if you're in a film, mm. you you actually have to, like, you know... I'm not telling you what to do, but, like, it's it's also like, hey, this I see that that sounds weird, like, you know? And I'm open to having the same shit to me, too, which you have. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm right in this situation. I know it's a, a flaw that I have you, just you're, like you're being a brat that's what it comes yeah, down to basically I mean I'm just joking but <laughs> no you're right I'm just like mm. it's just kind of like you want to chime in Joaquin I kind of look at look at uh, collaborating with actors similar to dealing with students in the classroom and that some of your actors are going to take to certain things like ducks to water some of them are really good at taking really quick notes and and some of them may need more prompting. Take a deep breath. It's all about figuring out who needs that and who doesn't. Just like with a student, there's a certain kind of help I may give 10 students over here, but there's a different strategy I'm going to use with 10 students. In Marco's defense, though, I do like to fucking tag on shit when I know someone's kind of bugged, and that's my that's my bad. Yeah. That's my bad. You guys so, all have experienced that. I think that. it yes. didn't help that you always come in the morning super aggressive to <laughs> stuff like that. You're just like... It's just a morning. It's, not, it's a hard time for me, bro. I, I, I get like me and Marcos, we're like half asleep, we're tired, we're plugging in cables. Now, can you hear me? Yeah, no, okay. I, hear you. I was gonna say, like, when me and Marcos are sitting up in the morning, we're like tired, we're half asleep, we're plugging in cables, and then JD comes in just like kicking the door, morning, bitches, what's up? <laughs> and we're just like, god damn, bro, it's too <laughs> like, fucking early yeah, for that. Calm it's, down. It's like every time he's like, I like to describe it as angry crack. <laughs> like, some people do crack and they're like, oh, I'm happy, but I'm just high. Like, he comes in aggressive as fuck every time we record. <laughs> He's just like, "Sup, bitches!" <laughs> like just wants to and just wants to program go. now. It's like we're half asleep, and he's just like, "It's roast battle time," but only I'm roasting you guys. <laughs> but it's just, <laughs> it's just, just like you know, mornings dude. you kind of like you know. Like, I don't know. I don't think I'm Set aggressive. Set up the banners. No, Set you're up. like I got aggressive like, with you the other day because you always tap me in the back and then I tap you and then you you do it too hard. I'm like, man, oh, oh, you were you were even more aggressive that day. I was because you I felt like you like I you, you really walking in like let me pick you up. And we're like, bro, it's, it's fucking nine. You always do that shit to me though. He so. is actually pretty good about not doing it in the morning. Oh, it's, it's oh excuse me. I, I forgot you're in your... Never mind. This is why I come in later than everybody else, because by the time you I get here... Drama. I, I it's all not drama. drama. But then drama. me, also, like, all that shit... is microaggression. It's taken out on my family most of the time, and I can kind of, like, de-escalate myself. Like, so it's never... I never come in with an aggression like that. I'm just like... I come in, hey, everybody, how's it going? You don't know if I had a rough morning or not, because I don't bring that energy here. It's left at home, because I know for the next... You know, just for today's episode, I'll just be here, and then... All of that's out, but you guys see that's the morning shit that I want to avoid. So yeah, yeah that's the joys of the morning shift. Yeah, yeah. Courtney be coming in at eleven, plops down. Boy, that looked like a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney don't do shit. It could be. I'm the talent. It could be. It could be a war in the morning. And speaking of war, no. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And Israel just got bombed. Fuck, man, that's sad. Oh my gosh. Well, can someone explain to me what that is? Because I'm not keeping up with I don't politics. Okay, I, this is what I, I I'm keeping up with some politics, but not that side of politics. For sure. I don't. I, would that would that be even considered politics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would because it it's politicians and countries starting war. 
Mm-hmm. That's politics. Yeah, war is foreign policy. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. That's true. You're right. You're right. Well, yeah, the uh, annoying the crap out of me. Sorry, there's a fly that's just flying around. It's a little gnat. I uh, can you explain the the the, the okay. The so so I mean, going not back, that our, I mean, you this, know, because our listeners this, don't know this for our listeners. The Palestinian-Israeli conflict goes back about a thousand plus years. To be honest with you. You know, it goes all the way back to for the non-religious scholars among us, the the two brothers, um, if I recall, it's uh, Jacob, Jacob and Isaac. Right. And uh, one brother way back. (laughs) Yeah, way back. No, it goes back, you know, and and one one brother went off and essentially founded his own nation while the other brother stayed and founded his own nation. It, within not too far from each other, if I'm being honest, and they've been feuding ever since. You fast forward to modern day, the modern state of Israel, which was uh, at that point, uh, well, not too modern. Going back like after World War II, the Palestinian folk had essentially gone into what used to be arguably like Israeli land, and um, there was an effort to return. Uh, Israelis uh, and Jewish people all over back to their their homeland. This involved uh, their perceived homeland. This involved like displacing several Palestinians who had been living there for generations upon generations and kind of shoving them out right and creating the modern state of Israel. Uh, People have been debating about the moral ethics of that for a long time because if you've your great 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 grandfather's been living there and all of a sudden these strangers show up telling you well this is our our homeland right and there's been conflict ever since there have been multiple u.s presidents have like presided over peace talks trying to get these people to just get didn't jimmy jimmy carter got them to hold hands yep yeah Mm -hmm. that's a long time ago if i recall what clinton had gone over there as well correct to attempt uh, peace i think the only one that really didn't uh like obama i think had a slightly different policy um with israel during his time in office and it's really sad you know, it's it's incredibly sad because they didn't just scoop up any old body. These were people who had been under under German persecution mm-hmm. um, and Russian persecution, if we're being honest, um, that were that were being essentially moved from these places that were where they were just unwanted, unwelcome, and you know oppressed into a land that they considered their ancestral ancestral homeland. And still, you know what I mean? Like there there are all these problems. Nothing is ever an easy fix. Nothing is ever an easy easy solution and christians also feel like that's kind of there because that christ yes. was born there yes yeah. christians feel like hey look they should they should go back to where the you know there's you know they, they they like to quote scripture and what have you in proof that but all of that is fine in theory and when you're reading the book but it's 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 messy in in attempting to enforce it in practice this is uh as of right now as of 37 minutes ago um, Israeli just destroyed. So it's like it. It the the what it call it to call it a war is kind of like I don't know. Um, it was announced that they was at war. No, I know, That's but like the thing about it is like because they the Hamas, the Palestinian dudes, they they dudes, <laughs> the Palestinian. Uh, what would you call people? Because they call them terrorist group, but Hezbollah, it's like a, right? It, huh? Oh. Hezbollah, yes, uh, Hamas. 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 Sorry, Hamas. 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 So Hamas. I know they supposedly bombed Israel. 
I mean, that's what there's that's what the news say. I mean, you know, I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying that's what was said. And you know, as of I don't know if you Al Jazeera says as of 37 minutes ago where everything stands, Israeli jets destroyed a building that housed the Palestinian Islamic National Bank. Like they 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 already retaliated like. Mm-hmm. Fucking! It's like you throw one stone and then they throw a whole fucking. Yeah. They've they been waiting for this, in. you know. Yeah. They've been they're frothing at the mouth they, for, for, for generations. That there's been the sense of like never again. We're never going to be on our knees again. We're never going to be four hundred uh, four hundred thirteen people killed. Yeah. two thousand two hundred wounded yeah. in yeah. Israel. It's a con- it's like a constant fighting that continues to happen that keeps going on. And then now I think a few days ago when the bombing happened, I think that's when they finally declared there is war happening between these two. So now the retaliation of what you just mentioned that's probably like the first like or the second or like the first response to that bombing that's probably what's going on and then they're telling israeli citizens to not visit other middle eastern countries right now so mm. man like because i know egypt is uh, it was in egypt beefing with with there, there, israel yeah there, there are almost everybody hates israel there, there are plenty of uh, middle eastern countries that are allied and supposedly supposedly the the is uh, iran is is supplying palestinians with you know there's always somebody helping the other you know mm-hmm. and that's you know i think egypt is one of them uh egyptian policemen open fire on israeli tourists <laughs> so, so this is gosh like, this is uh so it's just retaliation it's it's it's, retaliation. it's it's no it's beef on it's funk on site as they say in yeah i'm sorry With, uh, um are they still saying that today? Funk on sites? Yeah. I yeah. don't know if it's too. <laughs> that's the whole thing. That's the whole hey, thing. I think they just say on site, really. I think it's just on site. It's on site, but they'll say funk on Like, they are they are basically just full on against the ops right now. If yeah. we're using now is that, that's the, yeah, that's really just like ops. ops like, yeah. like, we it's funk it right short now. Short for opposition. So, same with Ukraine. Why is this scary? Because every time there's like a fucking beef, usually these two sides have bigger friends backing them up. And yeah. someone called this. Do you guys know who Franz Ferdinand is? Mm, no. That okay. the, the oh, you mean the Archduke? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, the the gentleman that was like the linchpin that started so the entire World First World, World, World War. War started because yeah. this Bosnian group assassinated. What was he? What uh, he was the Archduke of what uh, country? Of uh, of Austria. Right? Austria. No, yeah, I think it was or, or the country before no, no. Austria. Well, anyways, this uh, political this this country's leader got assassinated by a group of people, and. That shit started World War One, all because it was like, you know, this side had like all these countries on their back, and then this other side had all these countries on their side, and it turns into a never like it didn't stop until right. yeah. then. It's World War. <laughs> World well, that's War. that was the that's the fear with the Ukraine. Well, that's what yeah. they're calling this is the Archduke Ferdinand of of World War Three. Like, you, mm-hmm. you know what's crazy about World War One is that all of these countries that got into the mix. Several of them had all of these sort of war plans that they had been planning for, for like years. years. And that was really just their excuse to be like, let's see if this works. <laughs> so, so you, let's you know, test out these new helmets. <laughs> it's like, they didn't, give a, they didn't give a fuck about the archbishop. They're like, but let's see if we can invade Italy the way we've been talking Same about. Same with World War II. Like, like World War II, it was uh, the, the Germans like, yeah, we got these new fucking guns. We got these new, because like Russia was helping uh, Germany to build all that shit. They're, the, the difference, I think, between World War II and World War One, is that you had one assassination that caused this crazy ripple effect and a bunch of people who were like, well, we've been plotting on y'all for a while. Let's just take advantage of this and use it as our excuse. With Germany, it was more about Hitler going, I'm
I'm going to take these lands back and I'm going to rule the world. And it started with Italy, too. You know? <laughs> it was all Italy fucking started World War Two. So my, my question is, different. my question is always when like people go to war, like we had like the Iraq war and things like that. What makes it like a world war? Like what's the difference between like a simple war and then what? How does it become a world war? Well, everyone, that, everyone it, getting involved. Yes, I think uh, but, it's not, like, but it's not everyone. Big, it's not all the all the big dogs. If you getting have involved. more than three countries involved, I think it's a world war. If it's okay. just one country versus, like right now, what's going on with just Ukraine and Russia? That's one country versus another country. That's just a war. But if the United States jumped in, and then like a few other countries jump in, I think even with just the United States jumping in, because the United States has know, all these countries in their back, if they ever got into shit like Canada's coming, UK's well, coming. Well, NATO, we, we're yeah, part yeah, of NATO, yeah. so if the United States jumps in, but even Turkey's in NATO, kind of, and there probably wouldn't be aren't they side. not? I could have sworn they were. Oh, Ukraine's not. Ukraine's not. Now they want it to be part of NATO, but yep. then they, they have said no, or they're like not letting them in mm-hmm. because they're like, this is bad. Like, because that means we're gonna have. That to means jump World War Three. That means we have to jump right. in. And and if I were last I recall, the Russians still have nuclear tech. Yeah. So <laughs> you know. So wants. so that's so I think if the United States does jump in, that forces all the other big dog countries to jump in, and then that's what becomes World War Three. Because then Russia is gonna get their allies to jump in. China. China. Iran. But, North. You know. Right. And does so, the U.S. Man. always jump in, or do we just kind of send help sometimes? We kind of have. They've to. always said they've always sent help in the we, yeah. last two. Yeah. Versus when like it was actually war, like when it was like Cold War. Yeah. Like they said, there was no like actual like bullshit. Like there was no fighting, but it was like uh, I read this thing oh. when I was in college. Mm-hmm. There was like bullshit because the Cold War was kind of fought through the South Americas. Because if you look at all the in South America, there was hella conflicts between the the uh, resistance group and the government the the governments usually were helped by the u.s and russia was helping the resistance group i, I would and also like to mention that like to say that like the united states didn't fight during the cold war is ridiculous we fought the korean war and the war in vietnam was a part of the cold war yeah. the reason that it's called the cold war is because really we were technically opposed to russia and China because of their communist leanings, but rather than go fight, especially we fought, rather their, than go, we fought their, their friends and their allies, because respectfully, Vietnam may have no nukes. And we knew that if we advanced directly at Russia, that would mean nuclear war. Oppenheimer. And, and, and <laughs> Russia knew that if they advanced directly against us, that would mean nuclear war. So they just backed Vietnam. Here's some money. Here's some resources. And we said, well, we directly fought Vietnam. You know, it's like it's a passive-aggressive kind of a war, really. Yeah. Real talk, I just love the fact that you're speaking a lot on this episode, Joaquin. Thank you so much for speaking. <laughs> you have any other questions for Joaquin, guys? <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to be a mic on. No, 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 that's, no, that's, no. That's, no, that's, no. That's, you're making up for five episodes. No, because like every every fucking uh, other day, like like this was two days ago. U.S. shoots down armed drone flown by NATO ally Turkey. I was just showing them that. Like, oh. it's oh, just, Turkey is NATO. Okay. And Turkey is our fucking ally. So now we're like, what the fuck? Hopefully you know, it like, was an accident. <laughs> do they? Uh, yeah, because like so if you just threw if you just threw a drone and we didn't really know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. but it was over Syria, so it's like. Oh, oh, so we didn't shoot it. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's so complicated because everyone's fucking in there. I don't know. Russia had troops in the Middle East. Russia has troops. So it's like... Well, so do we. I mean... (laughs) No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's like... It's a mess, dude. Like, and it's hard to keep up with this because... 
so much shit happens. Like the fucking Japanese dude running for president got assassinated. Did you see that? Back in like uh, I was almost a year ago. Yeah. And then just recently in Bolivia, the guys running for president got gunned down in his car. So like, if you it it, it, it can suck to like watch all this shit unfold like every fucking day something's happening it's like you've got the the world going at each other's throats and you have infighting in countries and yeah that's just nuts and then you look at our news and it's like you know trump's winning the race right now <laughs> without even, even though he's like not even going about to, to go to jail like no but it's <laughs> he just going like, to jail it's it's, it's, it's a fucking mess dude like, can, <laughs> yeah well see gonna, you uh, I was telling them earlier, we because we were talking about this while we were setting up. Oh, when like, you were setting up? Yeah, when we were setting up. But uh, I was saying, uh, Trump should have done what George W. did and just give himself a presidential pardon while he was in office. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I makes sense. I, I honestly think he's gonna get pardoned. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, because mm. they, they they did it to Nixon, and I think Nixon shit was just. Well, remember, not, just Nixon bad, was pardoned by his former vice president, though. So my question is, who's going to wait, pardon, pardon Trump? Trump. Trump. Because Biden's not going to pardon if they, Trump. If they yeah. vote on another Republican. Republican. Yeah. But it depends on who. Like, Ramaswamy totally would do it because he looks up to Donald. Yeah. It made it, he's, made, he's made that very clear. Yeah. Possibly Mike Pence would do it because, you know. I don't think he's going to I don't think no, Chris gonna Christie gonna is going to do it no. if he wins. And I'm, I don't You'd, think. He might. Like, you never and, know. And, no. And the, he's, and, he's very. Chris Christie has actually and, had, like. Anti-Trump. Had very anti-Trump he, lately. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think he would do it. Yeah. You know, because he. he he believes in in immigration. No, I'm like, yeah. a shot. but I but I don't and and like uh, Haley probably won't because she's she's moderate. She's not yeah. she's not really aligned with with the the MAGA crew, yeah. you know. So I I don't know. It depends on who gets. I mean, she might be like okay for? for the party, right? Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm voting for? Who? Obama. Obama. <laughs> Who's running on the Democrat side? Biden. Uh, Biden well, is against. He's really. Yeah, no, no Biden, one's running against. Yeah. Him. yeah. If Biden were to step down, then the Democrats would have their whole. You know, but that's yeah. not how this works. Like, I don't know how it's going to happen. No, it's not going. He looks like he's no. going senile way more. Well, more. they're well, they're saying that if that does, I mean, Kamala Harris is is coming. Yeah. Is going to be our president at some point. Yeah, I, I mean that's how that works. If your yeah. vice president is the only one left. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, I just be thinking when everybody be like saying like Biden know where, don't know where he at. I'm like, cause he's supposed to be taking a nap right now. Yeah, I keep like asking him to do shit during nap time. You know, <laughs> how how coherent are you? Were you like, like I'm so, like I'm so, I gotta speak? I'm like I thought I was about to take a nap. Like now we need you to speak real quick. Like how like uh, except JD who I be aggressive in the morning. You know, I I think about that when they. When they say, like, you don't want too young of a president, but by the time people get to the point of, like, running for president, you see that they're really old now, mm -hmm. but you don't want a really old president either. Mm -hmm. This is kind of, like, a fucked job, because, like, <laughs> like you, you can't, you don't want a 30-year-old in there. Well, you have to be like, th you have to be thirty five in order to become president. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like, oh, yeah. but you don't. You're not gonna. It's very rare that you a, hire a thirty five. Thirty five year old is gonna be president. It is so weird because to me. They yeah. don't have enough experience yeah. anywhere, right? But, like to that, run a country. Yeah. But then again, eighty. We're getting to this point now where we're like, hey man, we, we don't need an eighty year old there either. To me, was Obama like, was pretty like a, young when he got elected, yeah, right? He was like forty, he was on, like so forty five. Yeah, yeah. Probably 46. not the youngest president ever, but he was definitely on the younger side. That's why yeah. to me, like Biden should have, we should have had Biden run after Obama. 
instead of having like Hillary and stuff like that because then we wouldn't be seeing all this like kind of he's like falling asleep you know the time because by that time he would have been out you know but or it, this would have been his second term if he got well, elected I mean, kind of what, was he not like he did run wait didn't he run yeah, yeah. I thought he was trying no, to he the primary he wasn't yeah, yeah. It, it, no, he didn't run because it was like right after okay so, so yeah. he like waited because like, like, Hillary's like, being set up so he didn't yeah. run mm-hmm. yeah I was gonna say that was when like uh who's the fucking Doc Brown Looking to Bernie Sanders. Yeah, Bernie Sanders. Sanders Bernie Sanders was running, but yeah. the DNC was conspiring against him, and yeah. like it fucking came out that they conspired against him because yep. they wanted Hillary to run. Exactly. And so everybody like voted for Trump because they were like, "Well, he seems way less corrupt than the fucking DNC right now." I still think Ralph Nader was uh, what it was. Also, I think the email leak was like another thing too. I remember I was listening to like a lot of those uh, uh, debates and stuff like that, and then. Trump was just going, what about the emails? What about the emails? And Hillary was just like ignoring it. And then people like not paying attention. Like, yeah, people don't like her. Like people don't, it, it, it was, it, I remember it was like. It's like when they give a comic, you don't like a special, like, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think people have ever said, really liked Hillary Clinton much. Serious? Like, yeah. you know, that's just a thing. Like either. They used to make sitcom jokes about President Clinton and her husband, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. Do you guys remember That's My Bush on Comedy Central? No. no. It was a sitcom about oh, like President cartoon? Bush. Cartoon one, right? No, it was a live action show. Mm-hmm. It ran for like half a season. Oh, that's why. Uh, because 9 11 happened and they were like, oh, yeah. we, probably, <laughs> we probably shouldn't do this. Yeah. Have you guys seen there, there's been hella um, like unseen. 9-11 videos that come out are coming out recently yeah, I'm seeing crazy, that bro. There's I sent you a few no. I, saw, I, I looked up a few I was watching the, um, like recently. people in their apartments just like chilling and stuff like having a drink or something yeah. during the day and I, then you'll, they'll like oh, look yeah, at I saw that. different angles different angles all of a sudden um, they're coming out and it's insane yeah. dude and there's probably more out there yeah you just don't know about um yeah I saw I think the one I saw was like some ladies they was like up having coffee like drinking and stuff like that it was like woo and then all of a sudden it just like pan the camera I was like they start oh, screaming oh my god and i was like so y'all didn't was y'all i was like how did y'all not see that until the camera moved like it didn't make sense like y'all was just well because a lot of no, them thought but, it was an accident right like they thought it was like uh but also, what's also, crazy is if you guys watch like people have been uploading like news broadcasts from 9-11 but like as it was happening and sometimes the stuff in those broadcasts don't match the official story we were given later on right especially when it comes to like the pentagon because at first they were saying a missile hit the pentagon then they're like no it's a plane and then you're like but then how come there's no debris well the, the plane evaporated when it when it hit the pentagon that is the thing they say because there's yeah. no like video of the pentagon there's nothing uh supposedly yeah the, remember back in the, when it first happened they yeah, said they also that. try yeah. to drive a car through the white house I don't I heard know. that. I think I've heard that. I heard but there that, was no yeah. like proof yeah, there was or no anything proof, yeah, like. That. But also, Corday, think about this: when you're seeing, if you're hanging out. Oh, can I say this real quick? Sorry. I remember my first thought when I heard about 9/11. Is the president safe? <laughs> that was my first thought as a uh, kid. I was I was pretty young. I don't even remember it to sorry, be honest. Sorry, um, no, good. But um, think about this: when you're in an apartment in New York, right? And you you see, I know the video you're talking about. But like they realize once the camera pans over that. Um, other buildings are blocking it you have mm-hmm. a, you kind of have a clear view and if you just see and you probably hear planes all the time in new york and stuff like that so think about you're like oh that kind of sounds close but you're not thinking of anything like this all of a sudden you just hear whoosh, you know what i mean that's when the camera's gonna pan over too and you're gonna be like holy shit what just happened then you're gonna freak out boom a few minutes later 
the next one's hitting. You know what I mean? Well, now it, it's now it, you're it's freaking different. out. It, in different. that video, it looked like the second one had hit. So I was like, are y'all? No, it was the first one. It was the first one. Well, two buildings were both smoking, though. So I thought it was the second one. It looked like it was the second well, one. Well, they were right next to each other. So you imagine that the okay. debris you guys was wanna, reaching over. You guys want to hear a fucked up story? When I was working at Comcast installing mm. cable, I went to this house. This lady's cable and phone was out for three days, right? Mm. Yeah. And she was crying when I showed up, like tearing. And she hadn't ate in two days. And uh, it was like heavy storms all week, so she couldn't go out. She was old. And then um, I found out Damn. she was trapped in her apartment building when 9-11 happened, and she couldn't see outside the, the, the window. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just smoke. She was, like, right next to Debris. it. So she couldn't call anyone. She didn't know what was going on in the outside world for, oh. like, a week or however long it took them to clean it. So she was, like, she got in, like, needle position. And, did yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. and when I got there, she had just got up from doing that. Like, uh, I guess. PTSD. Not ha Yeah, not having uh, access to the outside world. Fuck, fuck with her. Yeah. And she kind of went back to that. And I was just like, damn. Like, I remember when 9-11 happened. Yeah. And it kind of tripped me out because mm -hmm. this lady's, like, you know, that... 9-11 made her move to the to the, the, Bay the, west, to the west coast um yeah so like that seeing that like yeah. was kind of like a reminder like fuck like it must have been crazy to be there yeah i always hear like when when things like that happen you kind of revert back yeah. to like a younger time or yeah. something like that like or ptsd is like you make the connection of not having a phone and not having like eating back, stuff like yeah. that back to 20 years ago so it takes you back to like another yeah. place and that says that did she hug you when she when you called she hugged in? my coworker. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She looked crazy. Like, nah, but it, yeah. it was sad because she yeah. was like a uh, like a professor or something, and, yeah. and uh, I think she had just like cried for hella days because yeah. she had like puffy ass. She looked like a fucking catfish, like yeah. from her puffy ass eyes. Nah. Yeah. That that definitely makes a lot of sense. Because I'm like usually at a time like that, usually you the moment you can finally see a physical person, usually you, you just like share with them like an, a serious embrace. She was like, yeah. oh god, yeah. god, yeah. And you're like, what what happened? It's like your phone just been off two days, but you don't know what they're going through psychologically. And it was a moment. storm, so it was like you can't. And a shit. storm too. Oh yeah, she's probably thinking some like like first nine eleven. Now the storm is probably gonna take me out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So one thing I've been I don't know if you guys do this. Mm -hmm. One thing I've been watching no, is people. <laughs> God damn it, Corday! Can't get a word in edgewise. I know. But uh, people have been uploading like clips from like talk shows and morning shows from nine eleven. Yeah. Like I saw the one where it was I think it was like Regis. Well, I was, I was watching, like, Regis and Kelly or whatever, and, like, 9-11 happened as they were taping their show, and so, like, the audience didn't even know what was going on, so they have to, like, come out and, like, explain what's going on as stuff's happening, and they're a fucking, you know, laugh-a-minute morning show, but all of a sudden they got to get real serious and explain to people what's going on, and just watching that juxtaposition, because you see all these morning shows had to do that and had to adapt on the fly, and it's... It's crazy watching, going back and watching that now. I, 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 I wish that we could, like, show, like, pull up a video and be like, watch I, this. I, I remember watching Tough Crowd. Remember Tough Crowd where Patrice O'Neill yeah. used to show up? Yeah. And mm -hmm. they talked about 9-11. And he was like, uh, like, Middle Eastern store owners were turning people away for help, like water bottles. And he was like, yeah, but it's not that they don't want to help. It's just they come from a country where they probably had 9-11 happen every fucking week. So that was yeah. like, this is normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It still costs 250 
yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The cost three dollars over there because he was in New York at the time. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, Greg Giraldo, like I like watching that because uh, seeing like comics take on on that that were there. Like Greg Giraldo had a bit about it, how you know these uh, Staten Island bitches are crazy. Like you know, like a week after 9/11, they were down to go to comedy shows. Like we don't care about what these fucking Mexicans did. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole bit he has on, on 9-11. Like, I think I've heard that I, one. I, I, yeah. I remember like MTV was like, quick, we have to get Ja Rule on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, no, I watched no, that live. I saw that clip. Ja Rule like, It's crazy, yo. It's crazy, it, it yo. Was, it was MTV. I swear, oh, that, no. I was, I swear on one of the park they was doing it. It was what? like, what do you think is going on? Oh, man, you know, we going for... I was like... <laughs> I just want to pray for all my people yeah. out there. He was like, we just... I, I just thought it was so stupid. <laughs> and Dave Chappelle did that joke. It was like, who oh, gives a fuck with John Rule is sticking right yeah, here now? It's funny because yeah. I watched that TRL thing yeah. live and then Same. watching Chappelle. Yeah. It was like, oh, uh, yeah. They're yeah. like, who? I don't give a fuck about what they, uh, John Rule has to say well, right well, now. Well, that was like after 9-11 when like America was trying to get back to normal. Mm. Yeah. And we were just giving a pass to all these like shitty movies like master of disguise came out and they were like it's time for america to laugh again master of disguise was so good you remember so good. remember zero percent on rotten tomatoes though which is crazy turtle yeah. enough for the turtle love that bit. <laughs> love that and you, the carpet you, is great re- remember the 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 song where they brought all the relevant artists at the time together the you know to sing like in a response what's going on it tried to be like our generations we are the world yeah we are the children. father father oh yeah, yeah. everybody thinks Oh, wrong. the Super Bowl after that 9-11, too, they put a big-ass list. You, too, they put a big-ass list of all the people that died in 9-11. Do you remember that? Yep. The first Super Bowl after 9-11. Bro, I, I feel YouTube so bad for you, too. They always, like, try to do something <laughs> nice for people, and yeah. people just hate on them yeah. so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, poor Bono. <laughs> like, uh, they're rich. Fuck that. Also, no, legit, also like, I remember they don't do anything terrible. No, it's just like they, they just play music. They just play music, and people just love to go out of their way to shit on them. I think because they're super successful. That's same, with, same with Nickelback. It's jealous. Nickelback is getting better. They're on this wave of like people they love do. them again. Well, like with you two, you remember when like the Apple, the, the, yeah, the Apple, the Apple deal, where like their new album came out, and like everybody just got the album added oh, to their oh, iTunes phone. library yeah, yeah. for yep. free, yep. and people were still pissed. Like, get this fucking U2 shit off my iPod. What are you doing? U2 yeah. is the new Nickelback. It's fucking hilarious. Like, everyone, there's a lot of reviews on the, the Sphere in Vegas, because they were the first band to play that arena, and they were like, oh, so cool, you know? The only problem that the Sphere had was that people had to endure U2 during the whole, you know, show. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, they're like, fuck, dude. U2 didn't do anything wrong they got some good songs too yeah it's I'm not sure like they they're do. terrible yeah. musicians I'm not like, yeah no i'm not like Bono's i'm a, not a youtube fan but i don't the biggest. hate them you know what i mean i've like, never met someone that's like i'm a hardcore youtube fan <laughs> no it does crack me up because i'm like because yeah i've never heard that either no. i'm like they're one of the biggest bands in the world playing stadiums yeah. and i've never heard any not maybe never. just in the bay area i've never heard anyone say i love you too same <laughs> It is so funny like that too. Yeah, it's like like this this band is huge. Like yeah, they're fucking huge. They got like doing a world tour right now. I'm like, well, I just see them in this annoying ass commercial yeah. every single day in black and white. That's kind of huh. that's a good point. I've never heard anyone say I love you too, especially my girlfriends. They usually like I know. 
Or, or there's, a, there's a lot of stuff like that that I like. Hmm. I've never heard anyone say I'm a hardcore fat Joe fan. <laughs> <laughs> like, you said big pun wrong. Yeah, a big pun, yes. <laughs> but well, well, that, well, that's like back in like the oh, 90s, they, like the number one show was Jag. And I never knew anybody who fucking watched Jag. I have no idea what that is. And somehow it was like the number one show on television. It was a show about like, you ever see Top Gun? It's about like Jag officers. It's like military law. Yeah, I remember yeah. Jag. You know, I remember, I remember, I remember Jag. I think the NCIS is like a spinoff of Jag, and I know more about NCIS than I do Jag. And NCIS now is like one of the like number one shows. It has like four spinoffs, so it's the exact same. Well, thing. It, that's like Law and Order, man. Like I, I know Law and Order LA, Law and Order Chicago, like Law and Order Law and Order Ice Cube. I see Law and Order Narnia. Which one has Chris O'Donnell in it? That's the one I watch. That's at Los Angeles. Hey, Joaquin. That's not Law and Order. That's NCIS, though. Okay. Do you watch? Do you I'm watch Law and Order SVU though? Uh, no. With 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 Ice T. No. Dun, dun. I fucking like. I don't watch like. I don't know much about it, but when uh when I was in hiding, <laughs> I fucking would splurt like watch hours of that shit, and it, yeah. it's a good ass fucking show. Oh yeah. If you're ever sick and in the hospital, yeah, too. It's not it. That's constantly on. That's why I love that 70s show. Because when I was like I really sick and, uh, and wasn't doing good, good segue, Corday. That, yeah, that was the uh, that was the show that got me through it and made me laugh a lot. Yeah. But then that's I I always, like I visited my mom and she was there was Law and Order was on and I was okay, like okay yeah. you you brought up that 70s show yeah how do you feel about the Danny Masterson thing does it change how you feel about the show no no okay but no no but you know what I'm saying yeah. about him yeah can you are you guys one of those people that can separate art yeah from no the I can I can. Depends. 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 Not Kanye. Like, can you, can you still watch the Cosby show? That, that's that's, that's a different question. Okay. It's a great question. No, I didn't watch the Cosby show. Okay, real no, talk. No, no, I didn't watch the Cosby show. That's not different. That's the same exact thing. Same can you thing. separate the artist from the art? I didn't watch the Cosby show, so it was never big really? for me. Yeah. I mean, no, but I, in general. I liked it. Can like, you, in general, if it was on TV right now, could you watch it? You're actually wrong. I didn't watch the Cosby show. No. In my household, I'm asking right now. If it was just on TV. It's like we were a fresh prince household. Exactly. Cosby had no place in our walls. It's kind of. Because most black people said, like, that's not how black people live. So that's, like, a lot of times some people didn't. A different world. Yeah, I can watch a different world, but I didn't watch the Cosby show. Yeah, Martin. Yeah, I love Martin. Okay, going on that, like, Harvey Weinstein, you know, for example. Right. You know, if you think, like, one of my favorite movies is Gangs in New York. And he is a producer of that movie. Right. It doesn't change how I feel about, you know. No, because you, you know what? Mm. Oh, I apologize. But uh, one thing I'll say is I I think the thing is, especially when it was such an influential part of you growing up and stuff, and maybe it's a nostalgia yeah. thing, right? And then this comes out later. It was like, I didn't know back then. Yeah. And it was my favorite movie growing up or it was my favorite movie at this time. I thought it was a beautiful masterpiece. And maybe it was, you know, and it's hard to be like, now I can't watch that because this person was fucked up. Like that 70s show was a great show when I was growing up. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, I really enjoyed watching it. It sucks that some of the people on there kind of suck, you know, <laughs> but like I can't. Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, nah, now my whole opinion's changed on it because it hasn't. Well, for me, like the the this kind of a thing is Kanye, Kanye West. Like people's like, well, I'll listen to the new Kanye. I listen to the old school. Like, I don't, I don't listen to Kanye. I can't I can't do it. Like even the old shit, I, even the old shit, dude. I can't I, I, I can't do it. Even as like some of the greatest songs. I remember a few times I caught myself singing. I'm like, fuck, this is a good ass song. But I can't do it because I can't support all the negativity he does. And then all the stupid shit he says about like uh, Rosa Parks and Freddie Slayer said he made it work for other, uh, other uh, white people. Harry Tubman. Harry Tubman. Well, 
Yeah, my bad. Seven fucking it up. But it's just like a ton of shit that he's been saying. Mm-hmm. And then like I just can't support it. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to uh, a Kanye West concert. Even Yeezys. I hate my, my family wears Yeezys. I hate to see them in the house. I kick them every time. If they're in my way, I'll just yeah. kick I'll just kick away. I was like, why's my shoe over here? I'm like, because I kicked it and I'll walk away. Hey, you're like that lady that's I, in the in his candidate uh, when he was running for president mm-hmm. and he said that. Yeah. And okay, we're out of here. Yeah, okay, since, yeah, yeah that, exactly. And I was mad that they didn't show more of it because he was like, uh, Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. Maybe it's gonna work for other uh, white people. She's like, okay, we're out of here because it was just stupid shit like that. And then my mom asked me, she's like, Corday, I really want these pair of Yeezys. Like, I just want it for my birthday. Can you buy it from me? And I was like, I don't support Kanye West. Uh, and she was just like, so, so you're not gonna? But I was like, no. no. Yeah. And so she was. I was like, pick some other shoe. And then my mom looked at my sister. She was like, I only want these shoes. And I was like, oh, well, I'm not. Well, I hate Kanye. I hate Kanye. I was like, I'm not. I'm not As doing a human this. being, he's not getting my money. Like the same with Gucci. Like I wanted some Gucci shoes, and then Gucci started doing some racist. I'm like, fuck, I still want some Gucci. I'm like, I don't wear Gucci. Then I started like, I started thinking the other stuff. I'm like, I wear some Louis Vuitton. I yeah. wear some other shit. Like now, it's some stuff you got to cut off. I think Gucci has, if I'm not mistaken, they have reached out to Dapper Dam and brought him into the fold. I think they've kind of made up for some mistakes of the past. Yeah. You know, and I do believe when a brand like that reaches out and decides to do better that forgiveness is indeed in yeah. order but back to the whole like you know separating the art from the artist for my part it depends on like what that art is and what i mean is okay let's say there's a director who's done some heinous stuff and he's made some brilliant films as long as the films are not propagating the heinous stuff i'll probably Rose, watch it rosemary's baby guy but, what's his name but but like uh uh, uh yeah, bu- 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 you know what i'm talking about yeah i know you're stuff. talking about that bastard yeah. but but like for Kanye, though, like for rappers, though, like a lot of times, you know, they're they're it's what they're saying. Their philosophy is so tied in with their artwork that you cannot ignore it because yeah. like he's literally saying in the song, it's not an I, I put a I put a clan hood on, you know, I'm like, I can't support that. Like, I can't yeah. listen to that. Like, yeah. because I get the content. It's it's one thing when it's obscure. And you don't know what's at the oh it's he, he's, he's using this as a juxtaposition yeah. he doesn't he's not really supporting the clan now I'm like you know what when he had lines like you know uh, I'm like the clan because I brought my hood with me I'm like you're actually you might actually <laughs> yeah, mean this yeah, yeah. a different way than I thought yeah. Kanye so for some of the older records like if I you know I've got old I've got his CDs all the way up to like. Uh, 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 grad- graduation. I stopped at 808s because the singing, the bad singing was too much. You didn't like but 808s? I, I, I'm not going to lie. 808 is my favorite Kanye. I, I know. but you, And you Mine know my feelings on fantasy, it. But 808 is like I've heart. always felt like if he just gave the songs to someone who actually could sing, I, he had John Legend on his record label at the time. Don't do this. So, and Kanye's like, no, I want to badly sing yeah. these myself. Music, yeah. So like, with the 808 and Heartbreaks one, the reason why I liked it so much it was because my sister was... Me and my sister was like a huge fan. She was a bigger fan than I was. She said, one, he lost his mom while recording the album. And two, his fiance left him. Like, his fiance left him and then his mom died. So I'm like, listen to it and you can really like hear it. My favorite uh, song is Pinocchio Story. It's the last song on the album, right? And then, like, he's like, why is man said? He's like, and he's, you can hear him like crying. But then the funniest part to me was like, he's like, oh, like, that. it's like a live uh, song. And he's like, He's just like, listen, it's like, why is man say, why is man say? And then out like the side, you kind of hear like, finally, because, you know, Kanye is always late to his concerts. And I always laugh at the beginning of that song, but I don't listen to it no more, though. Yeah. Uh, okay, I got to hold on. I got for sure. Have you heard the news story about Drake 
and Joe, Joe Budden. Budden. Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. I want to talk to you about this yes. because this was amazing. Have you guys seen what Drake wrote about I, Joe Budden? I wrote, I read like two sentences. I didn't read. Okay, here's. Like I'm, I'm going to read it. Joe, but at, this is Drake uh, responding to Joe Budden. You have failed at music. You left it behind to do what you're doing in this clip. I, obviously, he said something. I don't know what his video. I'll tell you was. what okay. he said. Uh, you left. Do you want to start with the Joe Budden thing? No, he's sure. Reading, he's but, well, let me let me read this first, yes. just to because you know whatever. Uh, you left behind to do what you're doing in this clip. Uh, because this is why, or this is what actually pays your bills. For any artist watching this, remember you are watching a failure give their opinion on his ideas of a recipe for success. A quitter give the, a quitter gave their opinion on how to achieve longevity. You switch careers because the thing that that pop into your head, or sorry, pop into your this keeps going off on me. Okay. Pop into your brain had had you broke living check to check and the raps you write had four fifty men showing up or four hundred fifty men showing up to your shows in dusty, dusty hoodies <laughs> jeans to screw up their face to mood music. Twenty nine. Mood music. Oh 29. Mood music twenty nine, yeah. Okay. And pretend that you're the goat. Please, to any artist that's doing what they feel is right, don't let these opinions affect your mindset after the fact. This guy is a is the poster child of frustration and surrendering. Yep. You tried are you retired and we never hung up we never hung up your jersey. We don't even remember your number. You know you're doing ah, sorry. We know you're doing this. You withdrew from rap not cuz you accomplished all you needed to. It's because it wasn't working for you. I never want anybody in this generation to think that the whole everybody's entitled to their opinion is a real thing. This is a man projecting his own self-hate and the fact that I did and continue to do everything he wanted to do for himself. If he if you need if you need it put in simpler terms, I own a 767. He owns a modest house in the 937. <laughs> he flies first class on special occasions. Sorry, I it kept my Google thing kept going in and out. Okay, so okay. I was struggling with that. But can we get some more yes. context on this? Okay. Because this was okay. beautifully I have my opinions already on Joe mm -hmm. Budden yeah. mm -hmm. when I see him talk. Um, my thing it shows what he responded right after yeah. Joe Budden. You'll grow up sooner or later. <laughs> that's what he yes, said. That's yes. a whack response. So, so let me let me let Go me put some me. okay. So I'm going to put it out there and say that like backwards for this one. Like everybody. We are all flawed. None of us are perfect. Yeah. And Joe in particular who suffers from mental illness is well documented is definitely not perfect. And mm -hmm. I I'm going to preface this with like I do not like podcast Joe Button because he comes off like only an asshole would fire their their close friends who built the podcast with him on camera. Sorry, Joe, you're a dick. But I do agree when the medication's working, he's not so much a dick. He actually has a level head. And what he said about Drake was very level, in my opinion. What he said was this. Like, I, he said that he personally, I'm paraphrasing, does not like to listen to Drake's music because he feels like Drake is 37 and he's still rapping like he's in his 20s. Like he's not not skill level. We're not talking about like, like Jay-Z still raps like he's 19 skill wise. But Jay-Z talks about like buying paintings and drinking champagne and, and being an adult. Mm -hmm. But but Drake is very much sort of talking like he's still a college frat boy. He's still doing that thing where he's like going to different genres of hip hop and then like sort of taking that on as a, as a bit of a mask it's a little disingenuous he's doing nothing new okay. right and like so joe's like when he first came out i love drake 
same for me too. I'm it's like I'm listening to John filling it, and then like, but now it's like he's clearly just a cog in the wheel of the machine, and that's kind of all there is to it. Why aren't you hanging out with people your own age and rapping about that? That's what most people gotcha. at Drake's age are doing. And yes, sure. Drake is financially more successful. That's fine, but like I've always been a fan of of rappers that like you know, rap their age and talked about things that were important to them. I also am a fan of rappers that write their own shit. That's right, Aubrey, I'm calling you out. You can't <laughs> talk shit about somebody that writes their own bars when you're paying people to write for you. This is hip hop. It's not done. It's it's traditionally frowned upon for people to ghostwrite your shit. Who, you know who, what I'm saying? Who does that? Oh, Drake. Drake. Oh, yeah. He's got a, you know, he's got a team of writers. So when I listen to Drake, I'm like, well, your ghostwriter has nice bars, but you can't say you have nice bars, you know? And I feel like it's it's fine to be a, a pop artist and have other people write for you, but don't try to come don't off like this is coming from you. Yeah, you're not you're not writing this. You're not putting any effort into this at all. So like your team built you. You didn't build you. Mm. You did, it's not that oh I didn't give up. You didn't stop writing the checks to the people that are writing for you. So I I I, I'm, I stand with Joe on this. I okay. really do. What do you think that because Joe's passed of like how. I'm uh, I'm not a Joe Budden fan at all. That's fair. Same. I, I I don't like him. I think he's I think an absolute douche when it comes to absolutely. how he speaks to people. I, I agree. How he speaks on people. I agree. Um, so I'm and, not a fan. But and full disclosure, do you think that it's just like no matter what he said, even if he had a level head this time, Drake was just probably like. You know what? Fuck you. This is yes. the last straw. Yes. And now you're talking about me, so I'm going to respond to this. Yeah, absolutely. But and, I, and I think, I, I mean, the way he worded that was very... It makes you wonder if he wrote it himself. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it, it seemed very, like... Personal. Uh, personal. It like, was. It was and like, bro, I'm not trying to be a... Br I'm not trying to brag here, but you're, like, you're coming off as this dude... Where there's so many people, it's the it's the same thing that I think about when I go on social media, and they're like, "Do you want to elevate your music career?" And I'm like, "You're still you're making this ad from your bedroom." It's like Cordy finally snapping at an open micer that's talking shit. Now, now I did here's snap some, at an open mic micer yeah. recently, so that that is yeah, very so true. But here, yeah, here's some further context. I didn't want to go further. Yeah, that here, shit happened. Here's some further context for you. Drake wasn't talking any shit. When, like, Joe Button had his first YouTube venture called Button TV, Drake was one of the first guests on there. And all Drake, I'm, I'll see if I can find a clip. Drake is basically praising Joe. Mm -hmm. You know, I listen to your raps, you inspire me. So now I think it's really funny that it's, oh, only people that like your stuff are the dude in dusty jeans. And you was a stand my guy begging to get in the industry and and joe was one of the gatekeepers at the time for you so okay but here's the thing right you know i you're get that you're, drake's you're feelings kissing are hurt, ass to you know you're kissing ass to anybody if you're trying to get into the industry and trying to be a star like drake is you're kissing ass until you don't have to anymore so he could have been lying about that he could have been you know what i mean like if i'm trying to get in the door and joe button's a gatekeeper I'm telling him I'm a fan too. It's also you can and be, then, a and then once you get the once you get the leverage, <laughs> fuck you, dude. You know, and you could you fair, could you could be a fan of someone and still diss their fan base. That's right. kind of what he did. And and you know, you no, know, he no, yeah. he he didn't diss Joe Budden's fan base. He the kind of diss Joe. He dissed it, Joe mostly. That yeah, was yeah. that was a diss on Joe. You well, could be a fan, right, and then like want to get in with him being a gatekeeper, and then really like 
like his music, really aspire to what he does. But then you start meeting him, you start being around him, you start getting popular, you Don't start becoming successful. Kind of and then all of a sudden he starts hating on you because how big you come. Mm -hmm. And at one point you was a fan, right. but then every time he you hear him talking about you, it's just negative shit, negative shit. Right. And it's like, dude, yeah, I was a fan of you, but also you are a very mean, You're asshole, toxic, toxic, negative ass person firing your friends on the goddamn podcast. So then you start reflecting like, yeah, I was a fan back when I came on your podcast, but you ain't did good shit since then. I think the right. last dope, that last dope CD of Joe Budden, I think it was like, I think it was 2015, 2014. It might have been earlier than that. 20, and, and then even then he was like, yeah, I don't want to be all, all big and shit like that. And I remember the, I remember when it was a, everyday struggle where it was him and academic stuff like that and Joe Budden's going in on Lil Yachty talking about you can't be happy in this rap game you gotta be you get you gotta be sad or some shit like that this shit ain't working stuff like that and he was like my nigga yo chill this is what Lil Yachty said yeah, Joe yeah, Budden yeah. he was like yo chill like I can't be happy like I was I was a freshman in my dorm and nobody wanted to listen to my rap music everybody thought I was corny and shit like that now a year later I'm big as shit but he right started blaming him for mumble rap but now he's successful like Joe Budden, how the fuck are you gonna tell me I'm not happy being successful? Like you know, what the yeah, fuck. I, I'll also throw this out there, like you know, um, as far as Joe Budden is concerned, I do have a level of respect for Joe's music for mood music, but yeah, even when he was like, I, I'll admit. Even when he was with Slaughterhouse, the mm. supergroup that Eminem signed, yep. Yep. you know, he, he had the least interesting flow Facts. in the group. Everybody Facts. else is like, yeah. And these are not superstars by any means. Like they're they're making out a living for themselves that they that they want. They're doing what they love. They're mastering their craft. You know what I mean. And despite my respect for Joe Budden, even admit even in his crew, he's not he's not the best. Yeah. But this this Joe Budden Drake thing isn't even new. Like they went on a, a few years ago. Remember they were doing the disc record exchange between the two of them. But in my opinion. Joe was basically being honest. All he said, I used to love Drake. I feel like Drake hasn't really evolved in his writing and and in his presentation. It's not for me. You know, and he even said, it may sound like I'm hating, but I'm not. And I think that was a love honest opinion. I think Drake took it a little too personally in my you know what I mean? Because it's like, dude, what do you have to prove? You just listed all these things that you have, you know what I mean? Like just to to squash one person, like, oh, I've got more money than you. Great. But like clearly what Joe said struck a nerve yeah you know and maybe maybe drake is feeling insecure and then sometimes you kind of feel like snapping back though like i feel yeah. like those people at that level they hold back a lot from from uh from from responding but when it's i mean it's different when a critic yeah. says some shit than right. someone in your actual even though he's not on his level but someone who has a pla he, he has a platform true platform but i've heard, i've heard other stories about drake and he seems really petty just in general. Yeah. You know? I'm like, not a fan of Drake whatsoever. <laughs> Drake is known for... They have the whole SNL skit about him that, like... Every, you ever seen that? Where he's dissing people like, for the yeah. smallest slight. They're like, hey, Drake. And he's... Or he's like, hey, Leslie. Oh, hey, what's up? Texting. Fuck you, Leslie. I thought we was best friends. I thought we were going to get married one day. You know what I mean? Hilarious. Yes. And so, like, yeah, we know that he kind of can get sensitive. But also, I think, in fairness... The whole Joe Budden in general, he has always been a negative person. Yep, you're right. And you can't blame someone for changing their opinion on something when presented with new information. So if, like, yeah, back in the change. day, there wasn't podcasts weren't huge like that. You know what I mean? Uh, he maybe had a radio show, but like, you know, it wasn't accessible to everybody um, That's true. all the time. 
you had to be in a specific car or if it was on XM or something, you had to pay for that. And mm. some people couldn't do that back then, you know? Yeah. So, you know, especially now that, that it's so out there, Joe Budden's known for being so negative and you can't, I think you can't be mad at Drake either or be like Drake's in the wrong here. Because well, I'm not mad at Drake. No, 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 I know that. But like no one can, I think you can't, you could say Joe Budden's right. Like he didn't mean anything by it, but you also can't be like, man, Drake took that a little too sensitive because I think you're just, you're, you're taking all this pent up stuff from who Joe is and then being like, all right, you know what? Fuck you, dude. You're, yeah. you're a nobody. You're a has been, mm-hmm. you're a this, this and that who thinks, who thinks he's got the right answers to everything. And you are at like, nobody likes you. The fact that you still have a career mm-hmm. is astonishing. I mean, he us. has like what the second a third most listened to podcasts, right? Yeah. I think I think it's Joe Rogan's podcast, and then it's uh, and then it's, <laughs> and then it's Joe Budden. Yeah. Yes, that, let's look that up. Yeah. Both Joes, For, yeah, Both Joe Joe and Joe. NPR yeah. has like a high, Barstool have like higher numbers right now, or something. I was gonna, like say, I, yeah, I, Barstool, NPR, Barstool, I went to, at one point, I remember it's one of the top NPR had in the world had, had like the highest because yeah. Bar- above Joe Rogan, yeah, because Barstool was like. Yeah, they're big right now. What is, it's Barstool what is, uh, has, a, has an umbrella of podcasts, yeah, yeah. so it's like this. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's more of a a network. Yeah, network. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Than like, just like, like, like one just podcast. for laughs and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, in closing, mm-hmm. well, this has been a good episode. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Thank you for opening up about the war and uh, yeah. uh, whatnot. Yeah, I, I'm glad to have you back on my side. Kind of rebalance back. What, did, what is Joe Budden's podcast? The uh, Joe Budden podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's not even in the top twenty. No, no. I, uh, but even he's up there though. He's Joe Rogan there. is one, two, three, four, five. He's the sixth. Mm. Who's number one? Who's number, number one? one is the Daily. Yeah, are, new, are stuff, that new stuff is always okay. it's, it's all new stuff first. Can you read the top ten real quick? The Daily is number one. Number two is the American Life. Number three is stuff you should know. Number four is Crime Junkie. I assume that those yeah. are going to be up there. Uh, number five is Up First, and then Joe Rogan Experience is number six. Okay. And well, then what's Penn Shapiro is right two under. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't listen to any of those. Yeah. yeah. Not even Ben Shapiro. I know you listen to Ben Shapiro. You don't like Ben Shapiro? Anyways, well, that's been the voice part. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> hey, so quick okay. question.